Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of Behind the Seas with my wife, Christine. Christine, welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for your continued support as we run this Behind the Seas podcast. Absolutely. So today we are going to talk about a somewhat interesting topic. I think it's pretty interesting at least, but we're going to talk about our move to Charlotte, but more specifically, we're going to talk about what we've learned in the what year and a half now that we've been away from Syracuse. So we've definitely come a long way over the course of that year and a half. We've had a lot happen. We bought our first house and it's just been pretty crazy to think back a year and a half ago and where we were and where we are now. So we thought that sharing some of our experience throughout this process would be interesting, but also potentially helpful to anyone that might be thinking about a move somewhere in the future. So I don't know if you have something specific that you want to start with. So back in June of last year was when we finally decided to make the move. Well, not decided. We had decided before that. And then June was when we actually made the move. But for a little background as to why, we had been in Syracuse for a really long time. Me specifically, I was there my entire life. I grew up in a suburb of Syracuse. I went to Syracuse University. And then after college, I moved to the other side of town, still in the Syracuse area. And... Syracuse is a great place in a lot of ways, but there is not a lot of job opportunity, and quite frankly, the weather leaves something to be desired. Um, And not the overwhelming amounts of snow. I actually like the snow. It is specifically the fact that there are about 60 sunny days per year in Syracuse, which is just not enough for me. Um, So those were two very big factors that kind of prompted our discussion about moving, and I think we also just both felt like we wanted to see what else was out there. And if I had gone my whole life not seeing what else was out there, I would have someday regretted that. Like if I had just stayed in Syracuse and been super comfortable, I would have ended up regretting that one day. Yeah, and think about our friend group in the area. I can only think off the top of my head, Jake and Kathy, Kara and Aaron were the only people that we knew who moved into the Syracuse area that we ended up becoming friends with. A lot of our friends ended up leaving the Syracuse area before we did. We still had a good chunk, and we still have a good chunk of friends in the Syracuse area, but we'd also been there for collectively 50 years (laughs) between the two of us. So that's a lot of time and equity to build up friendships, but it's not a growing economy in any means and a lot of people had left my two best friends had left and there just wasn't a lot of positives in in that particular sense and honestly it, it is a great area and there's a lot to do when it's nice out but as you alluded to a little bit earlier that there's a lot to be desired when it comes to the weather and we don't want this to be a podcast shitting on Syracuse weather because that happens all the time but it does contribute to happiness having the sunshine having days where you can go outside and and I don't know that that's one of the main contributions to why the economy in upstate New York hasn't recovered in the past 30 years or so but it certainly didn't help in just thinking about how <laughs> nobody's really moving to Syracuse 
So if nobody's moving, that means to your point earlier, there's no jobs coming in. And the outlook, when we were looking at things, thinking about how the past five years of our careers had gone and just thinking about 30 years in the future, it just did not seem like something that we really wanted to take the chance on if we didn't have to. We thought there could be an area where we could find a little bit more security, a little bit more opportunities and Charlotte was one of those places. Yeah, so we landed in Charlotte, and as soon as we got down here, everything was pretty exciting. We moved into a luxury apartment building, which I don't know if those even exist in Syracuse. Like, maybe. But in Charlotte, they're everywhere, and they're popping up everywhere all the time because there's new buildings going up all the time. So we moved into this luxury apartment. We had a gym in our apartment. We had... A really cool pool that lots of people our age would hang out at and the pool is open from April through October which in Syracuse pools were open from like June to Labor Day so we got to enjoy a lot of time by the pool meeting new people um, and overall like I would say the first few months were really awesome then we got to the holidays and I started to struggle a little bit this was partially because I had gotten a job that I wasn't super in love with. And it was a small company, about 20 people. So even though I really liked a few of the people that worked there, it's not like it was a huge opportunity to meet new people that way. So on the meeting new people front, work was not a great opportunity for me to do that. And the gym that I was going to, I hadn't really met anyone that I had clicked with yet. And I started to feel lonely, even though we were like meeting new people on the surface. I didn't have those deep friendships with people that I had in Syracuse. And that was a really tough moment for me, especially because I started to get news from my friends like, we're about to have kids, we're about to get married we're doing all these things and I felt like I was going to miss a lot of that just being away so that was a hard moment for me and I will say that I think anyone who moves and leaves behind really strong connections will probably go through that at some point but I didn't let it completely drag me down did I feel that way for a couple months yeah I did did I think about moving home yep I certainly did but did we do it no, I pushed through and then went about some really strategic ways to shift my mindset about everything that was going on. Yeah, I know it was a difficult time for you. And to give some context, I have already been through moves before, not just when I was a kid and we moved around a little bit before we settled in Liverpool, but I had moved for Penn State as well. So I had left and gone away and gone through that acclimation transition period. And it didn't go great for me the first time. I, I remember it was extremely difficult. So I wasn't surprised that you were feeling that way. And having to go home twice for the holidays, not that we don't like to go back to the Syracuse area, but we had two weddings, one Thanksgiving weekend and one on New Year's Eve last year. So we were definitely heading back to the Northeast. And I think all the time that you had spent there, I remember 
I'm pretty sure we were at Lights on the Lake and you started breaking down again and saying how you weren't sure that you wanted to stay in Charlotte and that you wanted to come back. It was one of those moments where I needed to have the tough conversation with you and talk about how what's happening right now where you're seeing a lot of people, they're making time for you. That just isn't exactly how things are going to work on a more regular basis. Everyone was home for the holidays. And home is now, for us, it's it's Charlotte, but in a lot of ways, home is still in the Syracuse area. But everyone comes in for some time period and they want to see people. And I think that culminated with everything, added to some of that anxiety and stress that you were feeling because you said hey everyone's here and I was the one that had to remind you that these people were leaving too that they were going back to wherever they live now that they weren't staying so this is just a a temporary moment where a lot of people are here but still not everyone was in the area it's never going to be like it like it once was or maybe like you imagine it in your head but I know that was obviously difficult and it was difficult for me because you weren't sleeping well and that affected my sleep and it's just I I don't like to see you upset as it is anyway so I think that when we came back we said okay we still have at least another six months let's talk about how we can give this a serious shot because we are going to be here we're not leaving until at least after our lease is up what can we do to make the situation better and I think that you came up with some nice ideas yeah you're right and i actually forgot to mention the whole sleep issues during that time i had really worked myself up both about how i was unhappy with the job that i had come down here and gotten and how i like missed home so i had worked myself up to the point where i wasn't sleeping very well and then like that just compounded and was making me feel much worse so i think things got blown way out of proportion during that period of time. And I remember reaching out to friends in the moment that had also moved and everyone pretty much gave the same advice of home will always be home. It will always be there, but you wanted to try something new. Like you have to give it the full shot. And everyone was right. When we came back from going home for Christmas, I really made an effort to give this a full shot. Like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to doing group fitness classes at this point in time so that it's a different way for me to meet people. I'm going to get a fitness job so that I feel like I'm connected in the fitness community since that was something I used to be really involved in in Syracuse and I had left behind. Um, I started doing some just things for my own mental health, like journaling and meditating, um, which really helped me to be able to sleep again, which in turn helped everything. Um, And then I think the biggest thing was putting myself out there more to make new friends. So I started actively trying to hang out with some of my work friends outside of work and making plans with people. And we started hanging out with some friends that Colin met through kickball and now they happen to be two of our closest friends like were we ever to leave Charlotte I would be devastated to leave Devin and Sam behind so having people like that has already turned Charlotte into 
more of a place where I have that long-term connection with someone, even though we've only known Devin and Sam for like about a year, we spend so much time with them that like, it means a lot to me. Yeah. And shout out to Devin and Sam. I know they both listen to the podcast. So two things I was more, and as I mentioned, I'd already gone through a move before. So when I got down here, I was more of the, the active one getting involved. I had gotten involved in Toastmasters pretty immediately. I had gotten involved in the Penn State alumni chapter down here. And for fun, I wanted to play kickball. And kickball is where I met Devin and Sam. And when Sam decided that she wanted to hang out with Devin and I, that's when the foursome really sparked. And we've been hanging out pretty consistently, all four of us since then. But I think one of the other things that happened specifically with that friendship that we have now with Devin and Sam was another thing that I had talked to you about when we were back in Syracuse and you were having serious thoughts about not coming back to Charlotte was that your friendship group was a culmination of the first 26 years that you were alive. Some of those friends you've had for longer than others, but a lot of our friends that we hang out with now from the Syracuse area So whether we hang out with them in Syracuse or that we know them, we've met them in the past five or six years. And Sam and Devin are now part of that. We just met them, but we've become really close because that is when you're an adult, I think is a little bit different. Like when you're building relationships with people, whether they're friendships, whatever it is, it's not going to all happen over like like you're not going to have the same amount of friends in the Charlotte area that you had in Syracuse area because you haven't been here as long like it's just simple math does that make sense that makes sense and I think your point of us hanging out with people that we've met in the last five years and like Devin and Sam now being part of people that we've met in the last five years also just goes to show that you know, when you are an adult, you choose your friends differently. And I love my friends from elementary school and I still see them every time we go home. But there is something to be said for like making friends as an adult. And it's not as easy to do in the sense that you're not forced into the same situations that you are when you're in high school and in college and you're just surrounded by peers. But it's in some ways that makes it like a different kind of meaningful because you met this person randomly, randomly, but with intention and look at what it turned into. Yeah. And I think if we end up being here for 25, 30 years, we will end up having a group of friends that is similar to what our group of friends from Syracuse area looks like right now. It's just not going to happen immediately, I think is the biggest point that I was at least trying to make at that point was so to turn the topic just a little bit I think that was kind of all us going over what the hard times looked like and that wasn't really one clear like this is what I learned so to wrap it up in a bow this is what I learned from all of that was one to take care of my mental health two to put myself out there more Uh, and specifically to put myself out there more in ways that I enjoy. And three, no situation is ever permanent and you have the power to change it. So since that 
day, I have moved again, um, but within the city of Charlotte, to a house that I absolutely love. We have friends now that I am very excited to hang out with, and we're actually seeing them tonight. <laughs> and I have a new job that really challenges me, and I'm learning, and I've met even more new people through that, and my coworkers there all like to hang out with each other outside of work. So overall, taking a situation that was really challenging and turning it into something awesome is kind of what I got out of that. Yeah, and I think a lot of what we expected out of Charlotte, the things that we came here for, have definitely happened. And in a lot of ways, they've probably exceeded our expectations, or at least in some ways. So there's definitely a lot of good that has come of this decision. Is it hard to be away from family? Yes, it will always be hard. That is pretty much a given. But we, you and I, are our own family. We have things that we are looking to accomplish both in our personal lives and our professional lives. And for us to limit our expectations for our short time here on this earth because we're trying to please everybody, that just didn't really sit well with us. And I think that was ultimately why we decided to make the decision is because it was right for us. And that was the most important aspect of the decision. So it's been a long, wild ride so far for the past year and a half, but it's been a lot of fun. We're definitely excited for what 2020 brings. Definitely have some exciting news and things to share, personal, business, whatever happens. But if you're on the fence about it, we're not necessarily saying do it because it may not be the right decision for you. But we are saying seriously, think about what is best for you. Because I think we we thought about this for like, what, three years? So it's not like it was just a whim of the moment and we just got up and left. We'd been thinking about it for a long time. We came down and visited. We really enjoyed it. When we were down here, we saw the potential and we saw what we could do here versus what we could do in the upstate New York, Syracuse area. And as hard as it is to leave family and friends behind, that is just one aspect of the decision-making process. There's a lot of other aspects to it and we just had to be strategic and really think hard about was it worth it to sacrifice those aspects for other things that we could potentially grow from. And I think one of our friends, I mentioned Jake and Kathy and Karen and Aaron, and I remember having a conversation with Jake. I'll close on this. Maybe he knew that we were moving. I don't even know if we knew yet, but maybe we had talked about it. And he had told me that, we would just learn so much by having to rely on each other more than at any other point in our lives. And he's definitely right. So Jake, again, I know you're a podcast listener too. So shout out to you for that really great insight. And that has definitely proven true. We've had to get a, we've, we've had to be on a pretty big learning curve. We bought our first house. We, I mean, are already in a brand new area. So there's just a lot that we've had to learn and take in over the course of this past year and a half. And we've pretty much had to do it just me and you and rely on each other. So I think from that point, it's really just helped our relationship grow. 
But as individuals, I think we've also just shown ourselves that we are far more capable than I think we ever thought we were in certain aspects of life. Yeah. I think the amount of growth that has come from this has been astronomical. I don't think that if I was in the environment of just extreme comfort that I was in Syracuse that I ever would have experienced the type of growth and learned so much about myself and so much just about our relationship and each other and we have we have had to completely rely on each other throughout this time and I wouldn't have it any other way now that we have actually done it um I think it's like the growth potential is so worth it the just putting yourself out there for new experiences is so worth it we've been a million places I never would have gone otherwise both in Charlotte and just like traveling to places nearby Charlotte it has opened up a completely new world my world went from being really really small it went from pretty much the edges of Syracuse like the edge of Liverpool to the edge of Chittenango and now my world is like huge I mean we make the 11 and a half hour drive home twice a year and our world is everything in between and beyond that in a way that it wasn't before. I think that's going to wrap up today's behind the scenes. I know it's a little bit short, but the holiday craziness is upon us too. And we are headed to the holiday market tonight with some friends, as we mentioned earlier. So we certainly hope everyone has a safe and happy holiday season. If you're traveling, don't rush it. It's not worth it. But please stay safe. Please continue to listen. We do have a little bit more left on the podcast for the rest of 2019 and then a lot of excitement lined up for the beginning of 2020. It'll come very quickly. Christine, anything before we sign off? Um, The one last thing I want to say is if you're listening to this and you are debating moving and you're having a hard time with it, please reach out. We would be more than happy to talk about it. I know I especially would. I even put together a video back when I went through my struggles of like, what was the struggle of moving and how has it gone since? And I would just love to help anyone through that. So if you need help, here I am. Yeah. And even if you've already moved and you're in the position Christine was in or that I was in in college, feel free to reach out to us. We're more than happy to help, as she mentioned. But that's it for Behind the Seas today. Thank you again for listening. Have a happy holiday season, everyone, and we will catch you next time.